Welcome to the PT Legends Podcast, where co-hosts Dave Bess and myself, Scott Carpenter, share our journey in secrets of success. From our humble beginnings as personal training employees of a big box gym, to struggling studio owners that have made every mistake in the book, to where we are now, the owners of a multi-seven-figure business operating multiple personal training studios internationally, and now coach and mentor to fitness professionals in five countries and counting. This is our story, and these are our secrets. Subscribe to our podcast, learn, take action, and build your own fitness empire. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome back to the PT Legends podcast. I'm your host, Scott. Big Dave, clock it in. Clock it in once more. We are going to cover what PT certifications are actually worth the money. And, uh, man, I guess I get questions about this a decent amount. I and mean, we do a lot of hiring with our studios, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and you've gotten, what, what one did you have again? You were just saying, was it? NASM. I went through NASM. NASM. It's a yeah. fastball right down the middle. Great start. <laughs> Covers the basics. You know, it, yeah. It's uh, good. They're, they're good. That's, that's probably the one for most big employers that people look for the most. Um, NASM, if you got it later. If you got it earlier, people refer to it as NASM. Um, great organization. I know a decent amount of people that work there. And I'll actually be speaking at their upcoming uh, national conference, their Optima conference. Unfortunately, still online. Um, next year, it'll be back to in-person and everything like that. Uh, but yeah, they're great certifying, certifying body. When I worked for Lifetime, um, they really encouraged a lot of certifications to get paid out at the different levels. You needed to have like, a couple yeah. advanced certifications, right? So I actually got the NASM CPT and then I got the CES and PES as well. Um, and you just, any, any other ones that you had? No, that was, that was it. That, that was, was it. That was my go-to man. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's funny. I've worked with a lot of different trainers and a lot have worked with me and sometimes the most educated trainers ended up being the absolute worst trainers. And I saw that quite a lot. Um, sometimes it's because they like to nerd out so much on that stuff, but they couldn't translate any of it yep. to the people that they're working with. Literally, they're the only ones who care and want to use the words abduction and adduction and this and that, right? And we're going we're gonna to work in the frontal plane today. And guys, just if, if you're saying those things, the people you're working with don't give a flying shit mm-hmm. no. about that. And sometimes the more you know, the worse you are actually being a good coach and influencing people and getting them to change outside of the few hours a week that you're with them. Mm-hmm. And that's where all the magic happens. Unless yep. you're specifically working with somebody for very high-end performance. Unless you're specifically working with somebody to really um, rehab some injuries. Most of your success is not going to be based on the pieces of paper that you have, but how effective you get at being a coach, which is sales. It's how to get people motivated, how to to get people excited, how to teach them how to change their habits, which, oddly enough, is not really a big emphasis in a lot of the certifications on nutrition coaching. I remember, God, what was was it? It was the ISS... hmm, I feel like the book is over there on that shelf. It was the driest book in the world, 
but it was considered like the top nutrition service. I think it was ISSA. Okay. N? Shit, I do not remember. Yeah, something like that. And it was like the CISSN was a sir. I don't really know. But the bottom line is it was awful. It was literally all about the Krebs cycle and this obscure shit and memorizing these obscure studies that go, that it, it doesn't make you a better coach whatsoever. What are your thoughts on certifications? Uh, I mean, I, I could, here's the bottom line. It's, it's, and this took me, a, it took both of us a lot of years to realize this. It's hard as hell to convince people to consume a couple of servings of fruits and vegetables, have a prime for the day, move for 20 minutes and eat protein with each meal. I mean, that by itself is hard as hell to do. So I feel like in a lot of ways, the more education that you have when it comes to the training part of events, like in corrective exercise, like that's when we can talk about them very open for that. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to getting X, Y, and Z, I'm this badass trainer and I, I can train you, you know, seven different ways from Sunday. And then from a nutritional angle, I can teach you how to do intermittent fasting in combination with keto. It's so it overwhelms, overwhelms the general pop mom or dad that's just looking to move and feel better. And so like, it's, it's, it feels like a lot of ways, the more education you have, the more you rely and you're not open to other ideas too. And it's nope, I I have this certification and it says to do this here, but it doesn't take in consideration that the housewife that you're training, like her lifestyle might not be accustomed to doing intermittent fasting. So it can be a very dangerous game. The second that you become too educated with anything specifically nutritionally. Yeah. Specifically nutritional. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And guys, nobody wants, no client ever wants you to explain the Krebs cycle to them. Mm. They don't care about, you know, my God, I forget the terms even now. Um, Nuclear, like neoglucose. I I, I can't even remember. I, I, it's been that, it's been that long. Yeah. But when your protein, your body breaks down protein to create its own carbs, gluconeogenesis, bam, there you there go. There we go. Nice. Still got it. Got it. Don't ever say that to a client. Ever, ever, no. they don't care. They don't want to know. They don't need to know. Don't do it. I know it makes you seem like you're very well educated and you're impressing them, and they feel convinced that that guys, it's it's going to be horrible for your sales. Mm-hmm. Horrible, yes. guys. The most underrated skills have got to be in sales and motivation. Sales motivation habit change, being a coach and a mentor. Those are things that you're not going to learn in any certification that I've seen. Those are by far the most important skills that you can have to change people's lives, to give yourself financial abundance doing what you love, and to have the impact that you want to have. Those are it. Those are in no certification. Those are in no book. Guys, these are things that you have to, have to, have to learn. And unfortunately, they're, they're harder to find out where to learn how to do it properly. They're difficult. They're challenging. It involves you getting reps in to learn it. Just like yeah. martial arts, you can't just learn it from a book. You have to apply it. Okay? Same kind of thing. And so people shy away from it. And they just want to keep getting more advanced certifications and posting and putting the letters mm-hmm. behind their names. And I, I liken this to, this is, guys... Just collecting certifications for certification's sake is a form of mental masturbation. That's it. You're just avoiding putting yourself out there. You're avoiding doing the hard work. And so 
Certifications are great. I think you do need to get them. Absolutely. It, it gives you a certain level of confidence when you have gone through that formal training and you have that. And get, guys, listen, if you're applying to my gym, I'm going to look to make sure you have one of those for sure. Right. And they're very good. They add an element of professionalism. They, there's a certain bar like, Hey, I've, I've taken the time. I take my profession seriously. I've taken the time to study this, to learn this, to get this proctor exam, all those kind of things. That's good. That's just the beginning. It's like if you have uh, a college degree. Great. Yep. You also don't know how to do. You don't know what. what what's 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 that? Uh, Ruth from uh, Ozark. Have you watched that show? Great show. Yeah, you don't know shit about fuck. That's what it is. Just because you have a bachelor's degree doesn't mean you know shit about fuck. Same thing with the certification, right? And I've interviewed people who have certifications. They literally can't even squat. They don't know how. And most, I would say most trainers out there, they might have so much knowledge on nutrition from all these different sources, but they have no confidence in how to nutrition coach anybody. That is extremely common, even with some of the smartest, brightest trainers I've worked with who just blow my technical skills out of the water to like, I, I wouldn't know what to do with somebody. I don't, I don't feel confident. Yep. You have to learn these skills. That's it. So certifications are good. Like, you know, if you're getting a job, you're going to need that. It gives you a certain baseline confidence. You can say that you're certified. You have done these things. But no, this is just the very beginning of your journey. And you can collect some advanced ones, and some are going to be mm -hmm. definitely worth it, particularly the ones that are very technical, like your corrective exercise ones, right? Yes. Or, or maybe performance-based for athletics and this and that. Those you can translate and, and put use of right away, right? That's excellent. But there's a lot of fluffy ones out there, too, that you just don't need. I, I, I think you nailed that too. You're like you're, you're onto something here. Like if you're passionate about one of these certs, then do that, but don't yes. expect to make more money because of that. It's just, yeah. it adds to your certainty and your conviction. You can bring it in as part of the program, but people at the end of the day, like you said, they don't care how you get them there, period. So I like my advice would be go out there and get certs that you're passionate about, right? So if you're passionate about kettlebells and you want to, to implement that as part mm -hmm. of your strategy, then do it. But you're not going to be, you're not going to make more money because of a cert. Absolutely. And, and know that you're the only person who cares. So if you want to learn more about it, if you want to get that, that's great. Don't mm -hmm. expect anyone else to be impressed by that because they will not. I cannot tell you the last time or if anyone has ever asked if I've been certified in anything or cared. I used to, on my, my email signature, I used to have like all my letters, right? So I had the NASM CPT, CES, PES. I got the nutrition one under variety stuff, right? And I had all those things. It, it, no, nobody's gonna pay me more because I have those letters. I'm not impressing anybody. It's the skills I have when a lead comes in, how I interact with them, how I sit down with them and have that consultation, how motivating I am and can be for them to change their lives for the 165 hours a week that they're not working out with me. That is where it's all at. Mm -hmm. But the problem is, is you don't learn these from these certifying bodies. You don't learn the best business practices. You don't learn how to produce content that engages your dream client. You don't learn how to sell yourself. And you don't learn how to really motivate and change people's lives. You don't learn how to dig in find their bleeding neck issue 
show it to them, to show them what happens if they don't make this change in their lives and get them to, to create that spark to really want to go after and change those habits. I worked in this industry for 12 years before I really learned the tricks to doing that. That's about how long it took us, right? To get good at it. And it wasn't for lack of effort and it wasn't for lack of certifications and it wasn't for lack of education on that, that, that front. So it's, that's, where the, that's where the real work is at. And if we take it beyond that, whether you're an independent contractor, whether you own your own gym or studio, marketing, right? You yeah. will change infinitely more lives if you can learn how to properly market. And then beyond that, it's hiring. And beyond that, those are the skills. Those are the skills if you want to level up and realize your true potential that you have to focus on. That's it. And you're just not going to get them by adding more and more and more and more and more certifications. So get what you need. Get what you enjoy. Get what you get. Ask yourself, am I getting a return on this? If you're not getting a return on this, are you just doing it for ego? Are you doing it because that's what you think you should do? Right. So really take that in consideration. If you like it, if you're going to see the value, if it's going to help you do your job better, great. Mm -hmm. At a certain point, all those other things are going to help you do your job way better. I promise you. And it's uncomfortable. The things that you talked about, right? Like looking mm -hmm. someone in the eyes and asking for thousands of dollars, right? Like it's very uncomfortable. That's an uncomfortable skill set. Like learning yeah. the nuances of this movement and that movement and like nutrition, like it's not really uncomfortable. Like it's okay. It takes some time, which I'm not saying it's not hard, like reading a book and doing this and that, like that, that's a, that's a time investment, but it's an action investment. And that's where real growth comes from is doing the uncomfortable things. So yes. that's, that's the one thing, the things that you're talking about, Hey, you need to invest in learning how to sell a high ticket program. You need to invest in spend mentoring dollars on learning how to market yourself. Like very uncomfortable to learn those skills. Very uncomfortable. So. And we, we teach those things, right? With PT Legends, we teach those things. And we teach you how to be an amazing coach and change these habits, mm -hmm. right? We teach you how to be a mentor, to walk people through this journey with them. But here's the thing. Even we found it. People want to get too in the weeds and geek out too much about different strategies and tactics on that and not get good at the sales aspect and talking to somebody. And we've even had to say, all right, you're cut off from that. You don't need to know any more on that. Because again, just geeking out on something that's more comfortable where you don't have to take action on, that's, mental, that's what mental masturbation is, right? And you're just avoiding the hard, the difficult work, which is learning how to sell and motivate people to create that change and then put in the reps and do it. Look somebody in the eyes and know that working with you for nine weeks is worth three or four thousand dollars for nine weeks that's uncomfortable you want to avoid that you would rather spend your time in books and learning where you can be safe and inside of your box and just feel like you're making progress even though you aren't and so that's it guys like real change learning the real skills it's hard it's difficult it's uncomfortable that's what you need to grow and unfortunately, that's why so many people aren't as successful as they'd love to be. It's because they're not willing to take the risk. They're not willing to take the chance. They're not willing to follow through on the action. They would just rather sit back and learn and passively observe. 
But if you're listening to this podcast, that's not you. That's not you. You are looking for ways to grow. You are looking for ways to fulfill your potential. You are looking for ways to grow your income, to have a greater impact, or you're looking for ways to provide better jobs for the employees that work for you. So guys, this, this is it. If, you're, if you find yourself nerding out too much, getting too many advanced certifications, reading books, and never implementing them, you have to take action. You have to learn the right skills, the uncomfortable skills, and put them into play. Any last parting words, Dave? I think we covered it. Yeah, my, kind of my parting shot. It's, I'm, I'm reading a book called The Miracle Equation. And there's nothing wrong with having like these like one-off goals, right? So for me, for example, I'm going to create a chicken sandwich recipe book. Like I'm really excited about that. But I don't need to be spending my time right now writing my chicken sandwich book. When I get my number one priority done, and it's off the list, then I can do some things that I enjoy. Certifications are kind of the same thing. Learn how to become a leader, a guide, a coach, someone that can look people in the eyes and demand their work. Like learn that first and then put in hours learning that skill set. Invest an hour to two hours a day in that. If then, if you want to go after one of the fun certs, then do that. But you have to earn your right for the fun stuff. And that's what they are at the end of the day. Very well said. And that's exactly it. Because you might truly enjoy this stuff, guys. And I'm not discouraging getting advanced certifications at mm-hmm. all. They will make you stronger, right? They're going to they're gonna get more tools in your toolbox. That's great. But that comes after. That comes after. And be a black belt at white belt moves first. Then start learning the fancy stuff. So that's it, guys. Thank you for tuning in. Anything you need, any more resources, if you need to learn this difficult stuff, if you need to put this into play, we give you reps on this, okay? Just go to ptlegends.com, get on our email list. We'll send you awesome stuff. Uh, You can start learning this difficult stuff. But thanks a lot for tuning in. We'll see you next week on the PT Legends Podcast. Dave and myself, Scott, would love to thank you for tuning in and listening to the PT Legends Podcast. You can get direct access to us by joining our free Facebook group. Go to www.facebook.com slash groups slash seven-figure personal trainer. That's seven-figure personal trainer with the number seven. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you can keep on learning and keep on living. Finally, if you picked up any tips whatsoever in this episode that you found helpful, be sure to leave us a review and tell us what you like best about it. Can't wait to see you on the next episode.